welcome back to ethereal girl podcast if you are new here warm welcome i'm your host rose disrupting the manifestation space as the leading mind body and soul expanding podcast ethereal girl removes the illusions of disbelief based on esoteric wisdom neuroscience noetic science eastern philosophy and psychology by pressing play you agree to shamelessly unleashing your inner divinity and aligning with the most authentic expression of your reality i've been asked so many times what my favorite book on manifestation is by far today's episode is all about manifestation in scripture this is my number one book and where i learn every single thing from i learned how the mind works how thoughts manifest themselves, how the neurons communicate amongst each other, and more. I learn about electromagnetism, I learn about faith and how every single thing is created based on faith and belief and conviction in your suggestions. So I kid you not, I don't read any other book anymore. I was heavily into reading things like Psycho-Cybernetics and Think and Grow Rich and all of these other books on manifestation. Joe Dispenza has many of them, but I decided to open up that bread and butter where every single thing comes from, and that's the book of creation, the Bible. And I don't read this in a religious way because there are two things that can happen when you read this book. You are enlightened or you are made ignorant and there's no in between. So what I realized when I first entered the spiritual community and I began to expand my awareness and my inner space trips went beyond what I could ever imagine. But even at this point, when I first entered this community, I was so convinced that the Bible was a manipulation tool keeping the masses asleep and completely programmed. And while they're not wrong about this, because like I said, it can make you ignorant or completely enlightened. The thing is, it was used as a tool for manipulation, but it is not a tool of manipulation and there is a difference. The teachings in scripture are highly symbolic and esoteric. They are hidden in parable and numerical values in Hebrew. And the secrets of creation lie in the scriptures. Of course, they are derived from the seven tablets of creation. But nonetheless, this is an amazing book to learn manifestation, astrology, the mind, body, and soul connection, and the creative power of God, which is Christ. No disrespect to anyone out there, but I genuinely was convinced that this book was just severe programming and the worst thing to happen to humanity. But then I began to realize that they were just using this as a tool to manipulate humanity and instill fear within them. They needed to fear some greater power that will punish them if they do something incorrect, if they don't listen to this higher power, right? But it wasn't until maybe, I would say, a year ago that I became enlightened by the messages that were in here. And I broke free of that programming and I realized the Bible is telling us that we are inside of a system. We are injected into the system of time, space, and matter as the creative power of the creator. And it's so crazy because 
this is what led me to changing my life, to changing the inner workings of my mind and how once those are changed and made known, this led me to realizing the Bible is a book on manifestation. It is a book on creation. It's a book on using the gift of creation, which is known as Christ, which lives within you. Christ is the sole cause of everything. Fundamentalism, religious leaders, and buildings we call churches continuously mislead our world, teaching scripture from an objective, carnal perspective, showing the world that Christ, which is the creative power and wisdom of God contained dormant within you, is outside of you and lived 2,000 years ago. So bow to your knees and seek outside of yourself. Maybe cry and beg for mercy. And beg to find what it is that you seek. But this never works. And we are shown time and time again as people continue to suffer in this world and bow to their knees and beg to a God in the sky outside of them. You are free to do whatever it is that you please. But know this isn't how you will find Christ. This is not how you will find God because nothing outside of you can be overcome outside of you. And this is because reality is completely subjective. A manifestation of the inner mind, your program. If you would like to know the current program you are under, take a look at your life outside of you because somewhere inside of you, you have thoughts and suggestions that you opened up the gates to you agree to them and you assume them into existence. So if you're interested in learning more about this, let's get into it. I wanna make one thing very clear before expanding on this topic. In no way do I or would I ever push religion onto any other man. You are free to believe what it is that you believe, but I wanna make it clear that that's the entire point that every single thing in your reality is based on your belief. If you have a belief in you, for instance, that no one understands you because I suffered from this, I literally was so convinced that no one understood me. So guess what? It continued manifesting into my reality and no one understood me. It was the most frustrating thing. I was like, well, you know, I guess that's just who I am and I need to accept it. No, there is a thought in your mind that was planted in there maybe when you were a child, maybe in school, maybe in your home life, where you were made to feel like you didn't belong, like you were misunderstood and no one will ever understand you. At the end of the day, this belief became manifest and it continues to show itself and prove itself right to you. This is how the subconscious mind communicates. And this is why I say the Bible is full of principles pertaining to the subconscious and the conscious mind. The conscious mind is known as the flesh, the left brain, and the right mind, which is known as the hand of the father in scripture, is known as your imagination. It's known as your soul, your wisdom, where you create. This is also known as the blade and the chalice in ancient times. There are many different symbols throughout ancient civilizations that prove this to be true and they've known this for centuries the thing is we were silenced of course and this isn't a conspiracy theory we literally were silenced and we were placed inside of a system 
where we are basically under this program, this hierarchy, and if we try to break out of it, it's essentially a threat, you know? I mean, think about it. So I just want to let you guys know that you are free to practice whatever it is you would like because so long as you believe in that thing, that thing will be made known to you. If I wanted to believe in the Easter Bunny and put my faith in the Easter Bunny, I will be blind to the fact that it's my faith that is protecting me. It's my faith that is manifesting these things for me and not the Easter Bunny. It's never the idol. It is your faith and your belief in it. The same way you believe in the chair you're sitting in right now will not break. And the same way you believe maybe the bed you're lying down on will not fall. That is your conviction. That is the power in you, in your imagination, to animate the reality that you are currently experiencing. So let's get back into the topic of discussion. Matthew 6, 33 says to seek first the kingdom of God and all things will be added to you. Well, where is the kingdom of God? Luke 17, 21 tells us that the kingdom of God is within you. Your experience is inside of God's awareness, inside of the potter's house. And in this house, there are unnumbered states of consciousness. John 14, 2 says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself so that where I am, there you may be also. There are infinite states of consciousness and they are all moved by feeling. And when a state is chosen, a state of being, because it has to do with your feeling, right? You are then moved to that dimension. All will be moved to you, more specifically, as the one awareness, the operant power of reality, which is who? God, Christ. And this is within you. It says this throughout the book. So you are not separate from this operant power. But let's ask ourselves, Where is he? Why does he have no physical description? Why is he nowhere described in the Bible, but yet everyone throughout history has painted him to be this person with long hair and this long beard, light skin tone, blue eyes? Why? Where does it say that? It doesn't because he is personified as man, especially in the New Testament. So what I'm trying to say is that you are the operant power You are the sole cause of all of this. And I say you because you are not separate from Christ. And like I said in the beginning, Christ is the sole cause of all of this. So that operant power, which lies dormant within you, is Christ. And in John 14, 2, you are told by imagination, again, Christ, that he is the Father. And no one comes to the Father but by him. So let's talk about the 12 disciples. In anatomy, we have the 12 cranial nerves. In astrology, we have the 12 constellations. In scripture, we have the 12 disciples (laughs) and the 12 qualities of mind. All of these qualities are meant to be disciplined and conquered. This is why each disciple can be looked at as a state of being. 
man's state of being. And these states are like gates or levels we pass or fail, much like a video game. So you can see yourself as playing a video game if that helps. With this in mind, let's look at your thoughts as suggestions trying to pass your gates in the video game. And in this game, your job is to deliberately select which pass through and block out the ones that don't serve your chances of mental evolution. In other words, they block out your chances of knowing Christ, of getting closer to Christ. And this is your imagination. So anything that is against what you would imagine for yourself as the agent of creation, you block it out. And it's that simple. Because what you don't allow to enter these gates, you don't react to it, thus creating another circumstance that you don't want. So that's your goal, because you know each suggestion leaves an impression, which eventually must express itself by law. So these 12 are levels of consciousness, and as you develop the ability to train and discipline your thoughts, you evolve to the realization of I am, which in scripture is God, the creator of all things. And when you come to know his creative power, like we talked about, you know who that is. You can say, I and my father are one. So we are called to develop courage, faith, belief, clear judgment, right? A sound mind, in other words. We are called to develop elemental command and realize imagination, Christ, is the creator of this entire animated reality. And that creator is dormant within you until you awaken it and you realize him and he becomes known to you. So Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And then we have another one in Revelation 19, 13. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is the word of God. This speaks of awareness becoming man, becoming us. And so everything is made up of Christ, God right? Your imagination. And in science, everything is made up of energy. This world is refracted. So when we go within ourselves and we use the creative gift, we go into the consciousness of God and we come into agreement with suggestions. And these suggestions are refracted into your screen of reality. And this is what you experience. And so many people don't like taking responsibility for themselves. You want to blame everybody else for how your life is going because it's way too difficult for the ego to go within itself and say, okay, I am the cause, right? So that's another barrier that needs to be broken. You have got to develop the ability to develop your self-awareness so that you can go inside of yourself. And as you develop this awareness, it becomes easier and easier and you get closer and closer to Christ within you. So I love this verse so much because it shows that we enter this world as flesh and blood, but it takes a spiritual body, your energy, to enter the kingdom of heaven, which is within you. And so your words are spirit. They are creative energy derived from thoughts or my suggestions, because you will not speak a word that you did not think about first, that you don't already carry inside of you. So this makes you an agent of God's truth, expressing yourself as finite through your identity, whatever identity you choose, which comes after the words, I am. So today decide what identity are you choosing and then abide in his spirit and exercise your faith 
and do not conform to the patterns of reality. Don't do it. Stay within yourself. God's truth is to be expressed, and it takes one individual human to do this. Beautiful. This is your power. This is who you are. And you are not stuck, and you have so much ability in this life. And I just wanted to get that message out there. This is why it's my favorite book on manifestation. And I know so many people that are amazing at scripture and putting things together, but they don't realize that we are talking about the same things. So I'm deemed as blasphemous. <laughs> but this episode has been such a treasure for me to share with you guys because I can't be silenced on my podcast and I live for that. And I know that these teachings will transform your reality into the most abundant platform of existence, but it's not just to serve yourself and your ego and to validate something that is void within you. It's not about that at all. I believe the law of attraction to be more like that because it's about what you can get and how to get it and things like that. Like imagine a million dollars and, you know, call it in. But in reality, you don't ever call anything in. Things move to you based on your assumptions, based on the affirmations that you consistently tell yourself day in and day out. This is why I love learning manifestation from scripture, which is all about the law of assumption and assuming things into your reality because you live in the unseen realm. You live in the real truth of creation and not the 1% of the light spectrum that your eyes catch and fool you with. And that's a powerful thing. How will you come to know God if you never test your creative power? If you never exercise the gift of himself, which is you, which is Christ, imagination. And this is why it says to cast your net to the right side throughout scripture. And a lot of people I feel like have taken this book and created rules and religion and fear. Like I said, you know, this is what has kept wars and the left and right wing alive. Everyone believes that they don't create duality themselves, but they do. Scripture makes it very clear that there is only one creator. There is only one operant power. There is only one who has been assigned this trip, right? So this means that everyone has to be you pushed out if the creative power lies within you. Every single thing in your reality has to be you pushed out by law because God only sent one. So this is bizarre to wrap your mind around, but this is essentially what the book is telling us. So let's just say for, I guess, existential crisis sake, that we're just going off what the book says here. It's a book and we're reading it and we will decide how we interpret this book and how we exercise what it says, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a book. My belief is there because I have tested it. I have read scripture and I have put it to the test. So if you ever doubt your abilities and you ever doubt any of these things, you are given the power of testing. You can ask the universe. You can just say to yourself out loud, show me how good it can get. Or maybe ask to be shown some kind of symbol or an animal. I do that all the time. I literally always ask 
for a blue butterfly. Those are my favorites. Roses, I asked to see things like rabbits or spiders even at times. You can ask for any kind of symbol to confirm your doubt. It's that simple. Anyone who doubts can test the creative power. It's always working, I promise you. And the only thing you need to do is to abide in that spirit and place your faith in it. That's it. Your job is to exercise faith with conviction. That means it needs to be unbending, unwavering. You think of a goal, right? And you place your faith in Christ and you take a line action and it will manifest before you. So only when you realize that your imagination is the source of all of creation, you will find God. Your entire world is animated by your imagination, the entire thing. And if in the morning your world is no longer animated, you will be classified as dead because life is nothing more than Christ dreaming of himself. When you pass and you transition from this experience, everything is gone. Everything stops existing. So Christ is dreaming of himself through the activity of imagining. I attended so many different churches and many different belief systems. I have been around so many different religions. I believe there's like 4,000 of them. I haven't been around that many, but there are a number of churches that I attended as a kid, whether it be with a boyfriend, a friend, or my family and their friends, it doesn't matter. I have seen what I needed to see. And in truth, I have been the only one in my entire family. And I have a very big family, mind you, that did not take that path. There was something off to me intuitively. I noticed that everyone was under some kind of mind control. Everyone had to do a certain thing, dress a certain way, speak a certain tone. You couldn't eat certain things or say certain words. And I'm thinking to myself, this is odd because I would always study space. I was always into like looking at the stars and reading books about space. And I would just notice how we were so insignificant in comparison to the entire universe. And then I found out about how we are basically just one universe within trillions of, of other ones. So from that perspective, of course, it's going to lead me to asking questions. And even if this whole thing is a holographic experience, which is essentially what scripture tells us, it makes sense even in the process of how the brain works and neuroscience and physics. It's so crazy. You know, there are so many laws of energy and the laws of assumption are in correlation to how we project our reality, how the brain interprets information and then creates this hologram because the brain is essentially encased in complete darkness. So it doesn't know anything. It can only assume. It just makes so much sense, right? And this is the little rabbit hole I went under for some time until I had this realization the church does not teach Christ in scripture. They have created their own ideas and passed it along and passed it along some more until it became groups of people that agreed on this one thing. And this is why it's so important to 
shepherd your flock like it says to do your thoughts because they don't belong to you they never did they belong to programming from various different institutions such as school systems bank systems what else the news i mean so many different things you guys even your friends the environment you grew up around because your brain is under hypnosis until age seven so you are basically a little recording device and you will repeat whatever it is that your brain recorded during those times until you learn to overturn this, until you realize that all of these illusions are what has made up your life and the way that you're currently experiencing it and living it and the way that you perceive relationships and other people is only a manifestation of some kind of seed that was planted in your mind, in your imagination at some point of your existence and they don't teach this in church it's wild to me they tell you the story of one man who lived and died and suffers for you even though you still suffer so how do we end this illusion of suffering to begin with it seems so real the answer to this is you create a new belief in christ you realize that the source is your own imagination who is god's creative power his personification of reality. You realize that he has gifted you himself and you are meant to exercise those gifts to please him. It's the only way. There is nothing outside of you that you can do because your reality is completely subjective. It's all about the inner workings of your mind and your emotions, your entire system. In another episode, I talk about gaining elemental command. And this is why it's so important because until you realize that your mind and your emotions were never supposed to be in control of you, which is how the majority of the planet is currently living, you will then see the power of Christ in you because he is able to turn that lead into gold. This is all you. You are here to overturn those things. They're not true. They're simply not true. And this is what manifesting is all about. It's not about gaining things that you want. This is a complete misconception. It's about realizing that your faith and your belief in whatever it is you put it in, it could be your future, it could be a relationship, your career, money, security, things like that. Whatever those desires that are in your heart will be made known to you once you clear your perceptions. This means turn away from the carnal reality and the carnal perception known as the flesh in scripture. Do not conform to the flesh is what it's saying to you. In a minute here, I will be diving into that scripture as well. But what it's saying, it's not exactly saying ignore the 3D. This is what so many coaches try to get you to do. You do not ever ignore the 3D because the 3D reality that you are seeing right now and experiencing is already come to pass. Time is completely delayed. All of these things that you are currently living are yesterday's thoughts. They're old news. Turn away from those and place your faith in Christ, your creative power, your imagination. But it is not saying to ignore the 3D. The 3D is feedback. It's a tool because life is on your side. It's not against you. Your emotions are feedback. They let you know when a thought is not in alignment. 
They let you know when you're having a false thought. And so it makes you uncomfortable. Everything is sensory. This is how you are navigating the quantum field. So your mind, when it's not aligned, you will be made uncomfortable. And for the people wondering, oh, why do bad things happen? Why do bad things manifest when all I want is healing and peace for the world? You have to understand that everyone is playing a certain part. Everyone is collecting a perspective of their own for the process of expansion. This is why you will be tried in the furnace of affliction. Every single person has a story that either transformed them or ruined them because they made a choice to conform to their 3D reality instead of placing their faith in Christ. You are tried through the furnace of affliction. There is no escaping that. But just know the beauty in it is to be made new. And that's the entire point, you guys. This is alchemy. And you are here to exercise the power of alchemy, to turn all those negative things into a positive thing. And you do this within your own mind. So if you are experiencing a relationship that sucks, you don't try to control things outside of you by doing malicious things or trying to stop a person from hurting you. People do this in many different ways. What you do is you go within your own mind, your imagination, and you change the entire story. And then you walk in that with conviction. But do not ignore your 3D. It's feedback and it's useful. And when something is not going your way and doesn't make you feel good, you can say, wow, this is an opportunity to change this particular thought because this isn't going the way that I imagined it to go. It's all about the mind, you guys, the mind. That's what all of this is made up of. And your emotions, of course. Like I say in previous episodes, these are the most powerful emotional bodies of awareness. And until you learn to harness those thoughts, to shepherd those thoughts, like it says, to do, and be mindful of what you allow to flow in through those gates, your emotions will be completely out of whack. And if your emotions are out of whack, guess what those produce? They produce a reaction, which then produce the same outcomes for you. And this is what Joe Dispenza talks about. And this is why I always come back to scripture because at the end of the day, it's the one book that every other book on manifestation and spirituality comes from. A few months ago, I began my studies of neuroscience. I wanted to expand my studies of the human mind because I know that so many people struggle with believing these things, thinking that they are juju and thinking that, oh, it's just like a man-made thing, right? But it can be proven. It can be tried and tested and thousands of people have successfully done this. So there's obviously some truth to this book, isn't there? And what's amazing is that if you ever doubt this, you have the ability to test it out yourself. And remember, it's never for personal gain. It's a tool to actually expand your awareness, to come to realize the power within you, who you are, your truth, and your journey. And it's a beautiful thing. So we are in the potter's house. And all you do is pick a state. That's what all of the 12 disciples represent, a state of being. You pick a state, you enter it, and occupy it. In scripture, your father is the good shepherd and your desires are his sheep. In other words, God comes and gathers your desires for yourself and others and brings them into the field by your imaginal acts. And this is so beautiful because for example, if you see a person on the street, they're homeless, 
your first instinct is to help them somehow, to give them food, maybe give them some money even. Just help them out in some way. But when you do this, you are perpetuating their homelessness. The creative power in action, right? Abiding in his spirit will look like this. You see a homeless person and instead of literally telling yourself, man, this person is struggling so much. It breaks my heart to see them this way. See them as someone in total prosperity, in health, in wealth, in doing so amazing in life. This is how you see them. This is how you help them. Help them turn inward. That's the greatest gift you can give them as well. Share this with them. Tell them to go within themselves. Because only when they do this will they come to know that creative power and change their circumstances and go from poverty, famine, to wealthy, to abundant, which is what God is. And it's not just about money. It's never just about money. It's the energy. When you realize the abundance within you, that you have the ability to be made known, everything changes. You can be abundant in love, in health, in so many different things. It's not just money. Famine are one of the sins that we're here to overturn. And I don't like using that word sin. I don't. But lack is one of the seven deadly sins. And I don't like that word because people misinterpret it for something evil and they shame you for it. That's how things have been set up, but that's not what it is at all. It's the lower mind of man that needs to be overturned. And you must go into the higher mind of man. And you do this by taking those thoughts and disciplining them and realizing the unconditional love and the unity of all of creation. I find it so funny because when I talk manifestation, especially on TikTok, people think that I'm seriously a part of this ignorant culture where I'm just trying to gain all of these things for myself and fill voids with material items. But material items are only a manifestation of your belief. In Psalm 115 verse 4, it says how their idols are silver and gold, have eyes that can't see, ears that can't hear. And that's basically describing the icons, the symbols that people have worshipped outside of themselves for ages. It could be anything carnal, anything placed on a pedestal. Never judge someone for worldly possession because they received it through their beliefs. Their beliefs are the sole cause of any material item. And we do this without knowing that our very being is the one that creates this idol. So if you place your belief in an idol or a symbol and believe it's saving you, the truth is that your faith is what created this. Your faith is what saved you because you don't know the one to trust which is god the god within you and god and the believer are one and flesh is a response man is literally blind to have made for himself so it's all a manifestation of your inner system and so many people throughout our world read this book so religiously and it's so sad because i do not believe that it's meant for that but the reason i read this verse to you and i explain it in that way is because i want you to realize that your belief and your faith is the key to every single thing in your life this is actually why i created the manifesting playbook because the primary ingredients under all of these methods that either work or don't work for you is literally faith one of the main ingredients 
to manifest anything into your 3D reality is your belief in that thing. So don't ever shame someone for having money. This is huge in the spiritual community. If someone has abundance, it's because of their belief in that abundance, their faith in their abilities, their faith to change their lives and overturn famine. If you have never read the book called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, it will change your life. I recommended this book in my community a few weeks ago and I hope you guys read it because it changed the way I looked at things forever. You are not supposed to be in poverty. And it's not to say that you are literally not supposed to be without money. Everyone is playing a part for a certain reason. And you need to trust that where you are right now is where you're supposed to be. What I'm saying is, is that famine manifests itself in many different ways. When you have the energy of lack, the universe will mirror that to you and provide more lack. So you must have the perception of being fulfilled within yourself and being abundant and having already that which you desire, which is fulfillment, to feel good, to feel whole and complete. You need to embody that, you guys, and it will be made known to you. The scripture talks so much about clearing your visions, your perception, so much, because that's what manifesting is. It's an unveiling. Creation is finished. You are not creating anything new. You are simply unveiling, right, the truth. And once you surrender to this truth, all things will be moved to you and you will see your manifestation in the flesh. So from a science perspective, when you begin to change a belief pattern, your neurons begin to communicate with each other. You begin to grow new ones and they grow closer to each other. And as soon as they attach together, that is when the magic happens and there goes your manifestation. This book is amazing. It's so good as long as you see it for what it is. And I have gone back and forth in my past with my family. I've tried to get them to see it and understand, but the more I dive deeper into these teachings, I realize that it's not for me to do that, that I don't need to do anything outside of myself. That if I want them to really know and understand this, I need to go within myself and recreate the story. I need to recreate how I interact with my family. If they understand these teachings or not, it's all done with an imagination. This is how you create. This is how you get things to conform. But like I said, you guys, it's never about gaining. This is why manifesting is such an amazing tool for expanding your inner awareness and learning how reality works so that you can live a more fulfilled life because life is too short to do otherwise. It's a beautiful gift to experience being here every single day. There's a quote from this movie that changed my life so many years ago. It said, any day above ground is an amazing day. And it's so true. Any day that you get to wake up and breathe air is a gift that you should never take for granted because so many people don't have the chance to do that. So many people are on their deathbeds right now because they don't have the gift of abundant health and they don't even know how to create that for themselves they just believe the doctors and put their faith in the doctors instead of putting their faith in christ which is your creative power many people are upset when i say these things because they don't want to believe that you are your own healer 
They want to believe that they need something outside of themselves like medication. They need a doctor and the doctor is correct and this, that, and the other. And it's been proven so many years and they want to laugh at you because they think you are so just mental. But Joe Dispenza himself and many other people like medical medium have proven the science of quantum healing. And this is also another thing that's throughout scripture you are suffering from some kind of illness, you can overturn this by creating a new story. And it's not that it's easy, it's that it's simple. It's not supposed to be easy. This is a very difficult process because you are basically dismantling all of the illusions that you've been programmed with. And because your brain is wired for survival, it's very threatening. Creating new beliefs sets off an alert system within your body. And it's very uncomfortable. But if you can break through these barriers, your life will never be the same. I promise you that. I have a story myself where I was diagnosed with a heart condition a while back. And I was getting all of these tests done on myself. And I had this like really weird arrhythmia. And it was some kind of electrical defect. So basically my heart takes like the longest time ever to pick up the signal. So it's like an electrical problem that I was told that I had. Well, <laughs> I pissed off my family because I was like, um, I don't think so. And I was like this delusional person to everyone basically. Because I told myself that I can heal myself through not only frequency, but aligning my thoughts with my desired health and knowing that I want to have a healthy heart. I set my intention on that. A few months later, maybe four months later, after I started this process, I was hooked up to another monitor again at a follow-up. But I went to a new doctor and I did this on purpose. I told them I was just there for a checkup. And so they hooked me up to the EKG just to make sure everything was okay. And there was nothing there. At first, my mind was so blown. Like, I cannot explain this. Everything Joe Dispenza said was so correct because he, if you don't know his story, check it out. He healed his spinal injury. He was in a wheelchair. And he did this all through the power of thought. So I was so shocked when I saw it work for myself. I couldn't believe it. And honestly, I didn't even share it with anyone because I knew they wouldn't believe me. So I just continued persisting in this. And yeah, it's crazy. The issue that I was having, the weird feelings in my chest that I would get, they never came back. And you cannot make this up. I can go hook myself up to a monitor and nothing will be there. I will continuously go within myself because this has been tried and proven so much and you know what so far it's working so I think I'll persist so yeah I just want everyone to realize the power of belief and how it's the key to everything in this life in this universe and I only say this because like I said it's tried and proven by thousands of people and you know what the entire point of existing is being fulfilled and being happy and living a fruitful, abundant life, whether that be with your family, your friends, being abundant in your energy, your health, maybe even finances, if that's something that will turn your situation around, 
Maybe you want to help the world, other people, you want to build charities. Many people that listen to this podcast have a humanitarian heart and I know that because you will only find what you are in alignment with and I am a humanitarian at heart. So dream a dream and don't be afraid to do that. Never be afraid to do that and know that if mountains need to be moved, they will be moved. And that's another thing in scripture. It's all in there. (laughs) So I just don't care what anyone says at this point. It's something that has changed my life and continues to change my life. And the ironic thing is that the more I read this, the more grounded I feel. The more in my body I feel, I don't feel like I'm in this elusive experience even though I essentially am, but I feel so balanced and so grounded and my head is not in the clouds like it used to be when I was in the spirituality programming where you need to go live in the wilderness and you don't need any material item and money is evil things like that, just programming. This is for another episode, but I've seen the damage that religion truly does upon the mind of man. It creates duality. It creates beliefs of superiority. It can be very toxic. And I do want to make an episode on that because my journey has been intense. And I want to share how I broke out of this and how it saved my life. So let's think about this for a second. How was the soul ever actually born? How can something eternal be born? Your mind is entirely illusionary and it only makes delusions for itself. And it's not until you are right-minded, like it says in scripture that, you know, God is at the right hand. It's not until you are right-minded and you harness those imaginal acts, you play in imagination, you practice intuition, your wisdom, and your understanding. And this is essentially surrender to the feminine polarity in you. It's not until you do this that you see clearly through Christ's vision and you see the real world in its place. So this puts, again, imagination first. Not even high consciousness because consciousness has levels and even at its highest peak, it can't transcend the perceptual realm. And this is why scripture speaks on casting your net to the right side, like I said before, because this is the right hemisphere of the brain where imagination lies. Your ability to tap into feeling, your intuition, your wisdom, which is Christ, and your creative power. And this is where you want to be. You want to tap into the reality where you need to believe it first to see it, not see it and then believe it. It doesn't work like that. That's completely inverted and it will never happen. You have got to believe to see, and this is powerful. So you know that the mind of man is completely elusive. It creates the wheat and the tares. It creates the left and right. It creates separation, and that's a false thought. There is no separation. What there is, is one manifesting itself into space-time and creating all of this, creating every circumstance, creating every outcome, creating every relationship and interaction you have with others, your lifestyle, every single thing. And many people ask me, well, if that's the case, why would someone create such terror for themselves? There are many other countries where people are living in suffering. 
Well, the system of religion is in its place heavily, heavily, heavily. And the only differences between our country and other countries is that religions in other countries are ruthless. And that's just the honest truth. It's all ran by religion. No disrespect. I'm calling it how I see it. Look at what's going on in Iran right now. This is all about religion and suppressing the feminine who is rising right now. I'm so passionate about these topics and bringing light to them. But I want everyone to realize this because we change the world by changing ourselves. That's how it works. And I know that this is the beginning of a revolution. Things are not going to remain the way that they have been for so many centuries because we are waking up to the truth. We are waking up to the one truth, which is Christ. And remember, I say this non-religiously. This is all about manifestation. And I think that if the world knows manifestation, we will create a new world for us to live in, to thrive in. An amazing future for our children, societal shifts. That's what we're doing today and it's only barely getting started because we are developing a new way of thinking and it's becoming widely accepted and passed down as well. So if this podcast is helping you in any way, share with your friends, share with your family, and let's create a new world, a better world, a healed one. Speaking of new world, which you are here to create, you are here to create a new way of thinking, a new state of being. In scripture, this is known as New Jerusalem. And the word Jerusalem is symbolic for the holy city, which is found at the right hemisphere of the brain again. <laughs> and this is why Jesus rides a donkey, which is your stubborn nature, through the gates of Jerusalem. This is a place you visit during meditation. Anytime you go within yourself, you visit the holy city. This is the place that frees you from bondage. And this is what manifesting is all about and why I'm so passionate about it because it frees you from the illusion of bondage. It's an illusion, you guys. You are not stuck. What you are doing is simply repeating affirmations from some kind of past experience that's recreating events in your life but you can change those. You have the power to turn those around and turn around your external reality. And I know this to be true. I know that everyone tells you in the manifestation community to be delusional, but what if I told you to be realistic because the delusion is your external reality. That is the 1% of the light spectrum that your eyes are catching. And the truth is the unseen reality, the things that you can't see in front of you. That is the 99% and you are navigating it through frequency, through feeling. So be in reality. You don't need to be delusional. It's not delusional to be in the real reality, which is awareness and co-create, have fun because life is a gift that the creator has gifted himself with. And I just think it's so beautiful and I wanted to share that with you guys. Manifestation is so much more than just I want to get a new house, a new car, and an amazing relationship. It's so much more than that and I hope to bring light to that in future episodes as well and completely just help you and assist you 
and changing your reality as you know it and changing the world that we live in as we know it together. So thank you so much for listening once again. Love you guys.